Hi, and welcome to Practical Reliability. My name's George Williams, CEO of Reliability X, and we are here with none other than the Reliability Sherpa himself, Mr. Ramesh Galati. Ramesh, welcome. Thank you, George. I appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to this discussion today. Yeah, me too. I'm pretty excited. It's a pretty exciting topic and one that folks probably need a little bit more information about. Today, we're talking about PM optimization. Can you give me a little, you know, if for folks that have no idea what PM optimization is, um, help me out. Sure. PM optimization, again, is a most confused word because people have different concepts for this PM optimization. Really, what we are looking is, whatever PM program we have, is that effective or not? You know, is it making a difference? You know, making difference means, are we catching things? All our downtime is going down. Our cost of maintenance is going down or not. Those are some other things. If PM are effective, then those, our downtime should go down. Our cost should go down, you know, and the production on. should be up and should be up. H hang on. I've got a bunch of PMs and my PM compliance is 100%. Isn't that enough? Uh, your PM compliance is 100%, but that, that doesn't tell you that PMs are effective. Oh. Key thing is, hey, your, your downtime is going down or not. Your breakdowns are going down or not. Your maintenance costs are going, going down or not. If they're not, your PMs are not effective. Okay. All yeah, right. So, it, so there's, you know, we've got the spectrum of people where they're not even doing the PMs. You've got the spectrum of people that are doing the PMs, but in both of those scenarios, we could be non-effective. Is that right? That's right. You know, you, I mean, again, is the manufacturer of the, that asset OEM guy may tell you do something. But he doesn't know or she doesn't know how you're using that equipment, what environment, all. So your PMs may be not doing what you wanted it to do, you know. So you have to really look how they're effective or not. And that's what you have to have some kind of metric. You have to look at the data, how they, your actually equipment is behaving, how it's doing, you know. That's a key thing. So PM optimization, as I said, yeah, a lot of people are saying it's most confused. Talked about I'm on the internet and everywhere people are talking in blog. But PM optimization also really means that to make your PMs more effective, that they are doing their job, your equipment downtime is going down, your total overall maintenance cost is going down. Those are two things. You know. As well as safety is important too. You know, you are doing things in a safe manner. You know, that's important too. So you bring up a lot of interesting points. Um, and one of them, one of them, the safety aspect, right? Because through PM optimization, that's where you start to say, okay, put in lubrication routes or put in automatic lubricators. So I'm not going around rotating equipment with a grease gun. Um, or even, you know, going to sealed bearings, make my, make my strategy, my asset strategy more effective. And I, I love that you keep saying the effectiveness piece, because a lot of times PM optimization is sought to be more of an efficiency gain, like stop doing this step. And in some cases, that's true, removing steps that don't address failure modes. But in other cases, you're not addressing the right failure modes. That's right. Also, I mean, again, is you have to look how you can make your PMs more effective. Now, as you said, we may be doing 
may not be doing condition-based maintenance because when we put this our PM process together, maybe two years ago, five years ago, ten years ago, that time maybe that technology was not there. Now you can do automatic lubrication, or you can do ultrasonic gun. You can see if there's anything leaking or something. Before that was not possible few years ago. So you have to apply what technology is available. So really PM optimization, if you think about it, you have to do failure mode and impact analysis, kind of a RCM analysis. FMEA is a fundamental of RCM analysis and see what technology is applicable to that PM. We can do that. We can introduce. So PM optimization, can we just a small thing or could we doing a whole RCM process? It depends upon your need and what you are trying to do. Yeah, and, and you know the what I try to explain to folks is that they don't walk around their car every morning, right? The the OEM manual tells you before you ever operate a vehicle to walk around it, to check the left blinker, the right blinker, and and to check all your fluids. And and in your head, you've done pretty much an FMEA or an RCM analysis. You've assessed the risk of each failure mode, right? So for the failure modes that have high detectability because inside the cabin you get an indicator light or the failure modes that have a low probability, like it didn't snow yesterday, so why would I be out of windshield washer fluid today? Um, we, don't, we don't do the OEM recommendations. And your equipment in the plant is the same same exactly same also i mean you started talking good application or example of an automobile like automobile we few years ago we should do change the oil every three thousand miles or five thousand miles then became five thousand miles nowadays we don't do that because they have put technologies there they have put some simulation cap capability there so it tells you based on your how you're driving you know, how engine is running, how many miles, how much engine is running, all those kinds of, based on that, it can tell you when to change the oil. It may be like my car. I know sometime around seven, 8,000 miles I have to change. Sometime if I'm driving constantly or in a clean environment, I may have to change the oil after eight or 10,000 miles. So it depends on how you do the driving. If it's too much city driving, I may have to do early. So those are kind of technology, good example of how technology is changing. Yeah, no doubt, no Does doubt. So how, you know, inside, inside, and that's why folks need to go out and get the third edition of maintenance and reliability best practices, right? Technologies change, approaches change. And in your book, you address those things and continually add and update content. That's exactly right. That's third edition. I've done that. New technologies here. We got. We are talking on industry 4.0, all the smart sensors, and prescriptive maintenance. So we have added. I have added, uh, you know, some of those new material in it, so that people can make use of the new technology and new knowledge I'm getting every day. I'm learning something new too. <laughs> no doubt. And you can tell the difference in the book because like I used, you know, when I when I drive around in my pickup truck in the snow, the first edition isn't enough weight in the back. But the third edition <laughs> is just fine. And uh, and I don't slide around. So <laughs> it's definitely got more content. 
yeah, I tried to condense it, but I couldn't do it. You know? <laughs> well, we live in a complicated industry, right? I, you know, maintenance and reliability right. is not, uh, it's not, uh, it's not like being a brain surgeon. That's kind of simple. You only got to learn one system and <laughs> we've got, yeah. we've got a lot of different systems. All right, Ramesh, so um, final thoughts on PM optimization. How can people learn more or reach out to you or learn, you know, what PM optimization is and how to apply it? Well, they can read the book about PM optimization. There's a whole chapter about that. But also they can call us and call me. I can help them, you know, if they have any questions. And uh, I think that's it. Try something, you know, think about first thing is a look. Is your PMs making a difference or not? You know, is, are they effective or not? Whatever you're doing, again, look some data. Your downtime, you know, is it going down or not? Or is it uh, is safety also is a if whenever you're doing something is usually something happen unsafe operation or something or the cost look the cost. So some of these things look if they are not going have you know going down or something your downtime and cost. Maybe you're not doing a good PM on it. So get the team together and, you know, do some kind of a FMEA. Look what the failure modes you are missing. Look your old PMs and what changes you have to make, what new technology you have to use, which can help you reduce your cost. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time this week, Ramesh. Um, it's always fun to talk to you. One of my favorite things about you being part of the Reliability X team now is that I get a direct tap into the wealth of knowledge that you are. So I appreciate this just from my own learning perspective, and I'm sure our listeners do too. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you, George, for inviting me to have this conversation. Thank you. Awesome. So if you want to learn more about PM optimization, you can visit us at www.reliabilityx.com. You can give us a call at 877-RLBLTYX, and you can email us at ask at reliabilityx.com. Thank you.